Welcome to Something Blue, wedding planning with a 21st century bride and groom. My name is Aaron. I'm the bride. My name is Maxwell. I'm the groom. Today marks 581 days till our wedding day. Disclaimer, these are our personal opinions and experiences. This is not a commentary on anyone else's choices in their wedding planning process or marriage. You do you, bitch. So let's get into it. I'm really excited about this episode. Yeah. Um, we are talking all about wedding registries and gifts today. Yeah. Um, now I want to specify that we are talking specifically um, gifts that you are expecting from your guests, not <laughs> gifts that you the uh you know couple at the wedding are giving to people so Mm -hmm. we're not talking favors we're not talking bridal party gifts or anything like that um we are talking the gifts that are brought to you for getting married yeah and i think this is super interesting not because it's ooh like you know we get gifts and stuff even though that is a plus but the strategy behind it i think is the most interesting you Mm -hmm. know the process of planning of you know just what we're going for Oh, yeah. It's like the world's most complicated Christmas list. Yeah, exactly. Like the, the most thought out. Um, uh, and it doesn't seem like it would be that way, but it is. Oh, absolutely. And it did not uh, start out that way. Mm. So what we're talking about today um, are registries and gifts. Um, the definition of a registry. Um, so a bridal registry or a wedding registry, you will hear both. I like wedding registry rather than bridal because it's less heteronormative, mm-hmm. um, is a service provided by a website or retail store that assists engaged couples in the communication of gift preferences to wedding guests. So it basically acts as a wish list for couples and it makes the gift giving process easier for guests. Much easier. So what it looks like today is usually um, couples will... Uh, make an account on a store's website or at a physical store um, and they will basically like boop and like beep and <laughs> scan. click. Yeah, yeah. Scan. I don't know why the word scan fell out of my brain. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is an audible medium, so I right. think boops and beeps, they get it, right? Yeah, <laughs> because right, I was like clicking with my <laughs> hand, but you can't see that. Um, but couples will identify uh, things from that store that they want or need, and then guests get that list and can really easily click on the item and purchase it. And it even so far as like stores can ship it directly from the website, like the guests don't have to do a thing except pay. The guests will be like, they want a toaster. Okay, click. Yes, send to house. Okay, click. Boom, done. They Ikea just, heyday. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> but um, this was not always a common thing. In fact, this is a fairly new thing that is um, less than 100 years old, very Yeah, because, I mean, scanners were just invented. <laughs> The idea of <laughs> wedding gifts given uh, from wedding guests to um, the couple, extremely new because the actual origin of wedding gifts only was an exchange between um, the bride and groom and their families. Mm-hmm. So there were two um, kind of payment transactions that would happen in like, you know, the OG wedding days. <laughs> <laughs> there was either a bride price, which is the husband... Um, paying the bride's family basically so, buying his his yeah, wife exactly or there was a dowry and that's the wife's parents paying the groom or his family basically 
the parents saying, uh, <laughs> please, please buy my daughter. Yeah, and um, that usually depended on the wealth and status of the families and also the location and the culture. So, like, if you watch Bridgerton, those people have dowries, right? Mm-hmm. And so those are women of status who mm-hmm. are trying to continue to marry within wealth and status. Mm-hmm. But then in poorer cultures and, and, and in poorer countries and areas and timelines even um, – there would be that bride price where it's like, here, I have something of value. This is my asset. This is my bride, whatever. Um, you pay me and then you can have her. And then, we, you know, your status will go up. Yeah. So it really depended. Um, but either way, this usually included things like land, animals, money, other forms of like historical wealth. Um, the first recorded exchange uh, was a dowry and um, it was in 3000 BC. Damn. That's like the first, yeah, recorded transaction during a wedding. Right. So dowries and bride prices have been around forever, but registries have only been around for like 100 years, you said? Yeah. Yeah. So um, after that. Yeah, how did that transfer? So after um, like this kind of thing, it started to get a little outdated. Also, there was so much transference of um, wealth happening in other ways. Also, mm-hmm. more and more people uh, were getting married for love and were going against these restrictions. And so it was just getting really Kudos. outdated. Yeah. And so during the Renaissance and the Renaissance period was like a movement towards like basically like you think like free love and they were very artistic and it was <laughs> very much like about expression. Right. Um. And there moved to be this thing called marriage chests. Um, what is that? <laughs> so this is where a bride's like wife goods and supplies that she would take to the groom's house would be. So she would like get a chest and then like she would encourage family members to fill it with mm-hmm. the things that like so the married women of her family would fill it with things that oh here's this is what you're going to need to like. Uh, maintain a house Mm -hmm. and to please a husband and like there was like you know stuff in it um crazy yeah so then this like kind of transition throughout the renaissance period to what's called a hope chest which some people still do Um, really yeah this hope chest is a thing where unmarried women they uh collect like linens uh you know china things like that that they put in their hope chest um and it's in the hopes of getting married yeah so basically (laughs) it's like their um you know wife goods the needs to embark on married life but it's before they're married so that by the time they get married they don't have to ask anymore they already have it um why does that why is that so sad it's um i don't think it's sad so much as it is resourceful (laughs) (laughs) um it's just a different time you know like i mean people in you know 100 years are gonna be like why on earth would they like register for like target? Yeah. Where, like what, you know? So it's just kind of like mm-hmm. one of those things that, um, that was really hard to come by and that kind of stuff took a lot of time and energy to collect. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, you know, you think of how women were looked at a mm-hmm. hundred years ago and if they weren't prepared and they weren't like ready to take on their duties right away, their husbands could get, nasty they could mm-hmm. change their mind they could do all these things and and the women wanted to be the best wife and caretaker that they could and it's upsetting and yeah. it shouldn't be that way now but that's how it was maybe that's th- maybe that's why i think it's like sad is because i'm i'm imagining it happening now right 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 yeah we have to keep in mind that this was i mean this was more than 400 500 600 years ago yeah. so actually um 400 years after this kind of uh hope chest marriage chest thing 
um in the south actually this is an american derived tradition um they kind of took this hope uh chest and turned it into a leather key basket that would be gifted to american brides Hmm. um and this basically meant that she was now like mistress of the house Hmm. um it would be filled with like keys to unlock doors chests, cupboards like in her new home sometimes it was real keys that unlock stuff sometimes it was just collected keys and Just so, yeah, handing your keys in the hopes that it fits the lock she's yeah, trying like to open. Yeah, a symbol, basically. Interesting. Yeah, it's a lot of this stuff is just kind of like, oh, okay. And so that's kind of how guests started to get involved is like they would fill the baskets or they would want to partake, but it was never an uh, expectation or a requirement. It was just kind of like, oh, I have this thing. And they were like, oh, I have a key, you know. <laughs> Here's this cool looking key. I, I hope it goes to something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So um, over time, so the bride price and the dowries kind of kind of went away, even though dowries I if I'm not mistaken, I know that in very few places there, it still kind of is a thing. Oh, oh yes. We'll get into that later. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but, um, for the most part, that's kind of faded out and, uh, it kind of turned into more guest interactive, uh, giving experiences. And then in 1924, Macy's department store created the world's first gift registry. How did they come up with that? So um, they basically saw this need for um, married couples and like the most desired things back then um, up until pretty recently actually was like China crystal and silver Mm -hmm. like every wedding like couple every newlywed couple had to have a nice set of China. And so when we talk China we're like like you know serving wear um, plates the fancy plates on the plates on the plates with the like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like um, the things that like grandmother would like polish and be like, don't touch my fine China. That's only for like nice events, you know, um, and then they never break it out during nice. events. Exactly. Because they're like, that's my fine China. I don't want it to get messed up. Um, but it's like, you know, super expensive and it's super nice and it's really significant to them because they got it on their wedding day. Um, and so every couple and this was like, you know, in 1924 when this was invented, needed this specific set of China. And so a lot of people would receive it and they would not get the right style that they wanted. They wouldn't get the exact set or whatever. And they were seeing a ton of like returns and exchanges at their store. And it was getting like a little chaotic because there was so many like weddings happening. Also consider it was the 1924. So it was like this, the roaring twenties when yeah. like, again, there's like this new Renaissance happening where it's like the celebration of love and expression and, people want to um like show their wealth yeah and so this was like a move for macy's to be like huh i bet we could come up with a system where the um couple before their wedding could pick out exactly what it is that they wanted and then their guests could get what they wanted without them having to return it Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of how that was born was very similar to today being like i want you to get what i want not what like you think i may need or it also helps you know just to make sure that like three different people don't give us each a blender you know right exactly so like yeah Yeah, because then then i mean especially if like this silver and this china and stuff was really expensive you have three or four or five different people getting you different things and it's like there's only so many times i can eat during a day 
and I'm not going to use my fine china for all of them. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, other old-fashioned items that they would put on a registry is, like like I said, um, crystal and silver. It's like serving ware. Um, uh, like the big crystal punch bowls and mm. stuff. And like the... Where the hell are you going to store all that? Yeah, exactly. We have no cabinet space, right? But this stuff was like considered the bread and butter of registries. Um, and like a huge thing was like exactly picking out that perfect pattern of China. I'm pretty sure my mom still has the China quote quote that she got from her wedding day. Like it's not crazy expensive, but I remember her just being like, this is the nice plates and those are the plastic <laughs> plates. And we only use the nice plates when we want to feel fancy. And I remember every now and then, like I would like take a saucer and I would like eat on it and be like, hmm. <laughs> like feel fancy i'm pretty sure my mother still has her legit china cabinet oh yeah I, yeah I'm, she does yeah because yeah. we've seen it when she when we go over there she's got it but uh, again they never break into it they'd never use it she has not only her set but i believe she has your grandmother's yeah set as well, i think or, so and, and like an aunt and stuff she has like multiple <laughs> heirlooms <laughs> of sets of china and you know what we have never seen any of them on a like yeah. for a meal <laughs> so that's a little outdated now however it is still very nice to have and i'm sure like if the queen ever came by we would definitely use it <laughs> <laughs> now what people used to do is they'd ask for like like the fine china yeah but also for regular like household supplies and kitchenware items like i said the blender the toaster the whatever yeah you know because back then when you were getting married you would you would get married and then live together right you know and so all of this all this registry is going towards building a home together mm -hmm. right like your new home your new home you're not coming in with stuff already you mm -hmm. know so um the wedding symbolized moving together starting a new life um but as more and more couples nowadays live together before marriage mm -hmm. they need this stuff like less like we don't need that stuff anymore because we already have a blender right you know? <laughs> right so like i mean and and we say like oh back in the day and they used to like this still happens mm -hmm. like there are still lots of people who choose not to live together until mm -hmm. after they're married for religious reasons or there's fiscal reasons logistic reasons but even then like i know several people that didn't move in together until they got married but one or both of them had had stuff already because they were living yeah. on their own and they had their own supplies right. and stuff. Right, exactly. So this this kind of mindset is usually for uh, this was established because it was going from I live with my parents to I live with my husband mm -hmm. and you don't really have any things to call your own. And so that's where that gift registry and the gifts from all of the guests would come in because they would want to contribute to your new home and your new life that you are starting together after this wedding day. Right. Right. And it's just less popular now because it's more popular for um, people to live on their own and be independent, but also to live together prior to getting married. Exactly. So even though like um, most couples are a little more modern in that they are, you know, having their own things and establishing their own life prior to marriage doesn't mean that you don't still need like house items and um, lots of stuff just for your life. Yeah. Um, I know that when we first moved in together, we didn't like invest in anything nice <laughs> <laughs> except I think our mattress. Yeah. Um, and so 
there are still so many things that you can put on your registry that are so nice and that people feel like they're really contributing to your life. Um, and so we have like this huge comprehensive list. The one that we're looking at is from Wedding Wire. I really like Wedding Wire mm -hmm. um, for a lot of reasons. Um, I will definitely, we'll definitely have like a wedding resources episode here soon because there's so many yeah. just great things that you need to be looking at. Um, but just to give us kind of an idea, we're going to look at some of the things that they say to put on your ultimate wedding registry checklist. Well, there are categories like appliances, you know, mm -hmm. just the regular home cooking stuff like uh, a stand mixer. Uh, we didn't oh. have one. Not uh, either. <laughs> yeah. My mom got me one for Christmas. It's yeah. So, nice. so some of the bigger things like that. Um, slow, it's a slow cooker. Our, we got a slow cooker for our engagement party. Not yeah. because we didn't have one, but because we had one and then used it for nacho cheese. And then it got it, really gross at a party. So then <laughs> one of. pretty much ruined yeah, by the cheese. <laughs> right. So one of like my BFFs, one of my bridesmaids, she got us a <laughs> new <laughs> crock pot for, uh, for our engagement party. Yeah, and there's stuff like a panini press if you're oh. real fancy. Um, but there are other categories like cookware. It's actually specifically different from appliances. So cookware is um, more specifically like the pots and pans. You know, there's like fancy stuff, right? So you might have a set of pots and pans, but you might not have like a griddle or like a skillet mm -hmm. or like a Dutch oven. I actually put one on our registry today because yeah. I was going through it and they are so nice. And you don't realize <laughs> how many things that you can make with a Dutch oven until you get one. And I was so weary to get one you know why why because of the other meaning of a dutch oven mm, and okay. i just was like i'm not gonna get it and then i started to look at it and i said i actually want one i promise to only giggle half the time whenever you say it oh shut up i won't say it i'll say our fancy big pot or something <laughs> <laughs> but then they're like kitchen accessories um i know cutting board i i actually i want a couple more cutting boards because we them only, on the registry today. thank you because we only have one <laughs> yeah and also i'm looking on here a peeler our peeler sucks and it hurts my hand well that's because it's the left-handed peeler that my grandma got me for christmas but it's also serrated and chops my <laughs> fingers up and i don't like it don't insult barbara actually no i don't think no she got me the can opener huh? the left-handed can opener yeah oh then i just is. bought a cheap one that's not my grandma's fault that's, i'm not gonna put that on barbara <laughs> but like there's things even like you could go through your the entire appliance list and be like hmm what don't i have okay mm -hmm. so i have a colander but maybe i don't have an ice cream scoop or a nice cheese grater cheese graters are expensive we broke our cheese grater that was five dollars from ikea and when we got a new one it was like 40 bucks that's insane yeah and then remember we had to end up getting another one yeah <laughs> <laughs> because i broke it too i'm not very good why at grating are, cheese. why are you breaking our cheese because graters? i'm left-handed <laughs> Kitchen That's no appliances, excuse. It is. Kitchen appliances and most supplies, they are not made for left-handed people. I stand by what I said. To this day, <laughs> I can't open a can. I can't use a pair of scissors. It's, it's, I, I live a hard life. It's upsetting. <laughs> now, I don't think we have any need for a garlic press, really. But if you want you know a garlic oh, press yeah. well, you some, can get one some people like to like roast the head of garlic mm -hmm. and then like press it and, oh so nice um lots of people just like to buy like the whole foods and do the whole thing ourselves um but we're kind of just like buy the minced garlic 
So. Yeah, I know Gordon Ramsay would be mad at us for not using whole cloves. Right. But, but you then know. you know what? Gordon Ramsay can buy us a garlic press. <laughs> 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 um, but even like a pizza stone, a digital thermometer, like um, tea it's towels, a, all that. It says mortar and pestle. And I think the only person I know who has a mortar, mortar and pestle is my uh, my best man. Like and yeah. he uses mm. it for tea. I don't know anybody oh, else that has does. it. <laughs> of course he does. He probably grinds the little tea leaves and he pours himself a cup of tea and then he plays his moody music on his guitar and he writes a poem about it. Hey, I, I used to have tea <laughs> over at him. his house all the time and it was really good. So I, I don't love know. him. No, uh, what I'm saying is he's very comfortable in his masculinity and we love him for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, another category is bakeware, which is different than cookware. And yeah. It's different than um, because baking is different than cooking. Um <laughs> <laughs> um there's like you know the cooling rack muffin tins pie pans blah, we blah, don't blah. have a rolling pin and i know that that's been bothering you we don't have a rolling pin um i've just been using a wine glass that um we got for like a home <laughs> like one of our homewarming like parties or whatever when we first moved in um so yeah that's what i've been using um and hey my grandma uses it and she swears by it no, but she I has know. a really nice rolling pin so whatever <laughs> i guarantee you that as soon as she hears it she's gonna be like i have rolling pins you can have yeah, one exactly. <laughs> um, um they're I, also like major knife sets um yeah that, like we we have a knife set but it's 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 just getting old yeah it's getting old right and there's a lot of different kinds of knives and sharpeners and stuff yeah my, my mom spent like a good decade not getting a new pair of knives because she was afraid she was going to cut herself and then she did get a pair of knives that was really really sharp and i realized that the story is going nowhere except that <laughs> her life was like changed by this like new set of knives however she has cut herself so oh <laughs> you know sacrifices there's this one type of knife i think it's i think it's the bread knife but it's it's kind of circular mm -hmm. and it has one edge and it's it's good for cutting and then <laughs> as all knives as are. all knives are but <laughs> not just cutting the flat end is great for spreading too wow people, so people are gonna be like what is this episode about <laughs> you guys are going on about knives it is late in the day i just received my second dose of my covid vaccine so she's loopy i'm feeling no i'm not loopy i'm just <laughs> tired <laughs> and um and yeah so there are even other things like there's glassware think tons of glassware fancy glassware nice glassware um, An ice bucket. Yeah. Everyday dinnerware. So that's like, you know, the salt and pepper shakers, everything from all place settings, serving bowls, platters, mm -hmm. napkins, napkins, rings, all that. Then there's the fine dinnerware, which we were talking about, right? Mm -hmm. The china or whatever. But there's also like teapots, gravy boats, and stands. I remember this episode of That's a Raven all about a gravy boat. And it was a big deal. And I was like, I'm going to get a gravy boat when I get married. And you know what? I did not think about that till right this second. <laughs> <laughs> um, How often do we use gravy, though? <laughs> we do not use gravy. <laughs> and if we did, I would not want its own boat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me. Um, then there's like flatware bedding. Mm -hmm. That's yes. huge. I think that that's still really common. Um to like ask for a really nice upgraded set of sheets or like a nice comforter. Mm -hmm. That stuff is expensive and it's just not something that you're going to treat yourself to all the time. Um, I nothing think that's fresher great. than a new sheet. Oh yeah. I, I got a, a sheet set. I put mm -hmm. on our registry too. Ooh. 
um say anything bath anything you would get for a bath you can register for robes um towel we got so many towels when we uh moved, <laughs> when in. moved in um even like a vanity mirror like there's like lotion dispensers soap dispensers that kind of stuff that it's like oh i'm not gonna buy it myself because you know i i could just use the bottle of lotion but if you had it it would be really nice it would aesthetically look really pleasing all that good stuff and if you're hoping to get you know your groom into kind of this wedding <laughs> registry mode um you can put stuff like for outdoors like a barbecue Ooh. set or a tool set that was so again heteronormative <laughs> that was gross well i mean we're we're talking about realistically you know if if that is something that appeals to either you know it doesn't matter who <laughs> if you are not marrying a man that gets excited about a gravy boat get rid of him <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> But uh, there, but for anybody, not just groups, right. uh, for anybody, there's like outdoor stuff, like like I said, the barbecue tent, sleeping bag, that kind of stuff. Picnic basket, even mm-hmm. like snow shovels. You could also do like stuff for the car, like um, you know, like not accessories for the car, but like if you guys needed like um seat covers. Mm-hmm. I I remember my dad bought seat covers for his truck, and it was really expensive. And that's just something that like okay, um aunt hilda like can you get me a you know seat cover and she'd be like sure jan like okay um (laughs) other like decor just like house decor in general is always great um make sure that you register for the specific decor that you want Mm -hmm. uh otherwise you're gonna get kind of weird families of that decor and um it's maybe not something you would actually use um also home care i think that this is great to put on your registry vacuum broom really and like the <laughs> nice stuff like not the $30 vacuum from Walmart that we bought when we moved in because it doesn't work anymore no, doesn't. I'm just pushing dust around at this point <laughs> I knew that I was an adult when all I wanted for Christmas was a push broom because those things are super nice and I just mm-hmm. you know we it's one of the broom. we need a new broom <laughs> that's why I'm thinking about it right now um even like a garment steamer a hand vacuum iron ironing board blah 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 all of that all of that like home like supply stuff is really good to um, get because it, some of that stuff is not very expensive, but it is really appreciated, you know. Um, also, something you should definitely always register for, even if you're not planning on going anywhere immediately, luggage. Mm-hmm. Luggage is so expensive. Like a nice hardcover luggage or like a set or whatever, insane expensive. Like it's mm-hmm. as much as like a plane ticket sometimes too. Yeah like uh, duffel bags like carry-ons like getting a little carry-on that can fit on the overhead compartment has changed my life my mom (laughs) got me one and um i use it whenever abby goes to like her mom's for like only a little bit of time i put all her stuff in my carry-on i don't have to check her bag just goes up above boom done like it is so nice and that's something that like i would have not bought myself you know um the next one and last one is my absolute favorite is the honeymoon fund. Mm-hmm. Now, what we are hoping to do is just kind of collect a bunch of funds to, mm-hmm. to put together just to pay for us to be able to go. Right. So I have a couple different notes on honeymoon funds. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I want to let everybody know that um, there are some things when you go through like a third party site for honeymoon funds, there are just some things to be aware of. But we'll get there. Um, but yes, like asking for money for your honeymoon, I think, um, 
is a great alternative for Mm -hmm. um, guests who just maybe don't have the time to go shopping or who don't really want to go shopping or like, you know, they're just like, here, here's 50 bucks. I'd rather you spend it exactly how you want to. Um, Now, there are other alternatives to registry items. You can um, look at buying experiences and classes. So like you provide links on your wedding website to like maybe a class you want to take with your significant other or like um, if you guys want to go ziplining on this place like and there's like a, you know, website for it. Mm-hmm. Your guests can buy you experiences. Oh, that's cool. It is really cool. And most wedding websites will actually have affiliate links as well. So you can just link them in with your wedding website. Um, and so that's really, really cool. That's like, awesome. Yeah, I love that. Like, if you remember when we went on our um, road trip to San Francisco, it was like a week after Christmas. And so we had told like my family that we were going on this trip. And so when they asked like, hey, what do you want for Christmas? I was like, well, we're going to San Francisco and we're, we want to spend like a day there and we want to have like a good time. So like, I guess money. And my aunt Donna ended up actually buying gift cards from like two or three places to eat at san francisco like she goes she was like hey i have been to san francisco these are the places we had dinner at it was great Mm -hmm. here and then what was really cool is she bought it through this website where we could either get the gift card or we could just like download the and like deposit the cash Mm -hmm. and so it was like basically them recommending places to eat and then providing money for the meals which was super helpful and it was so fun and then we got to like have dinner and then we were like hey we had dinner it was great thank you so much Mm -hmm. and then they feel like they're giving something a little bit more than just cash yeah so like doing the experiences and classes i think is great another thing that you can do is like a spa getaway again these are like packages affiliate links that you can post on your wedding website that a guest can really quickly just like buy for you just like if you were to go on a website and buy a spa package they can do that for you it's really easy for them to just check the little box that says this is a gift and then send it to you something else that i didn't even know about till we started research i say that a lot i say that (laughs) i didn't know these things until we it's good you're learning yeah exactly because we learned from very early on in this podcast men are not uh as well equipped with the information Information. earlier on in life because Mm -hmm. you are not targeted by wedding media. That does not mean you are not capable of learning and it does not mean that you are any less than I am super smart. I am super (laughs) capable of learning. And what I've learned today is that, (laughs) (laughs) that um, you can set it up so that your guests can donate to a charity in your name. Um, like a specific charity that the couple chooses. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really cool. You know, I've seen things on Facebook like, you know, hey, it's my birthday, donate to this charity, yeah. you know, and people select that kind of stuff. And so you can do that with your wedding too. And I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And it's for people that are like really well established who feel like it's almost in poor taste to ask for gifts because mm-hmm. they are so well off. And so asking for that gesture, I think is really sweet. Um, I do think in a little bit of a way it's like (laughs) nothing for me just for the poor you know what i mean like it's kind of like oh you know what would mean so much to me if you gave back yeah it's it's but i'm so cynical yeah (laughs) well no it there's this kind of idea that if you do something good and then tell everybody about it you know is it really you know right so so i understand that 
But as long as money goes to charity, oh, like, right, right, right. At the I end of the day, it. the charity's yeah. like, I'll take it. You yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> um, you guys can also do gift cards. Oh, and you can yeah. register for those on Amazon um, or at you know the stores that you want gift cards from. I know for us, mm-hmm. uh, I think we registered for Best Buy because we're looking to equip ourselves with uh, some more equipment yeah Yeah, and even like on amazon like we'll go through our registries and show exactly but like there's even like gift cards for restaurants on there Mm -hmm. there's gift cards for like airlines and cruises and experiences there's gift cards for experiences on there that's really really cool um and then like we're also registered at target and so like you i registered for like all the payment increments for target (laughs) (laughs) can you imagine if just per chance every single one of our guests got us a gift card to olive garden Oh my god! Like, like, <laughs> like twelve hundred dollars worth of Olive Garden gift cards. I'm not gonna say it wouldn't go unused. <laughs> that was like a triple negative. Um, but what I'm saying is we would use it. Um, <laughs> so the other thing that as an alternative to a registry item, like we had mentioned, our honeymoon funds. Now this is a great way to ask ask for cash to pay for your honeymoon um and to pay for experiences and meals during your honeymoon so basically what you do is like a wedding registry you'll go onto a website like honey fund or stuff like that i'm not going to mention too many because we're not getting paid by them um (laughs) also because i'm a little sketched out by how honeymoon funds run so like the websites right Mm -hmm. um you make a an account and then um you uh basically say like hey this is where we're gonna go these are the things we'd like to do so like for me and max we're going to new york and so we could say like hey we're gonna go to new york city we would like to stay at this hotel or like hey get us gift cards to hotels.com or whatever mm-hmm. um and then like you, you can do airline of you can do airfare and like so we're gonna fly this airline get us gift card for this airline and also like we plan to go to dinner here here and here and we're gonna go to like these shows you can put money into any of these experiences or you can just donate like a flat, like 50 bucks or whatever. Yeah. Now my, it sounds perfect. And when I was first like looking up registries and stuff, that's all we wanted to do was create a honeymoon fund and that be that on that. Um, however, I learned that most legit honeymoon fund sites that I've found, um, take a good percentage of money that is given to you. Like how good of a percentage? Like, uh, it's anywhere from, like, 10 to 30% sometimes. 30? Just depends on the amount Jeez. of money and also the way in which they donate. So, like, if guests donate, like, and, and they uh, donate, but, like, they buy you a gift card, you get all of that money, right? Mm-hmm. Or you get, like, everything about 5%. But if you just get flat cash, they take, like... 10 of every like 100 or whatever wow or they'll take 10 of every 50 and it just like depends right on the website and also the amount and the way in which it's it's really kind of weirdly complicated and i don't like it necessarily i don't like that my mm-hmm. gift my my guests are gonna give us some money and this website's gonna take part of it yeah. you know and so we opted out of a honeymoon fund in terms of like a website and mm-hmm. we are just encouraging honeymoon fund in the in the way of cash or electronic payment. Yeah, we we have a little little bank right now <laughs> basically and and we we donate ourselves to the honeymoon fund oh, yeah. too. Any, Anytime we yeah. have like cash, we'll put it in. Yeah, but like think Carl and Ellie's little uh, Adventure Falls oh. jar. It's very that. Yeah, yes. I know. <laughs> um so since we're talking about cash, how to ask for cash. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the first and foremost, lots of people still believe that it's really tacky to ask for cash. I don't think so. Right. I, I think we're past the point where talking about money should be taboo. Um, I will say right now, this is completely not wedding related, but the only reason that people say it's rude to talk about your salaries is to um, keep and maintain the inequity of pay within <laughs> uh, salaried people in a business. So like when they're like, hey, it's not it's not polite to talk about salaries with coworkers. That's because that white guy over there is not getting paid the same as this black woman over here yeah. and they're doing the same job. And so it like only promotes this kind of secrecy and it will keep this hierarchy in place amongst the business and so that the people who are getting paid less will not um, ask for more because they will never know what the other people are being paid it's a complete scam don't do it we should start talking about money more yeah um when i was working <laughs> construction we were all paid totally different rates like i yeah. i started at 17 and this guy who was much older much more experienced uh they were having they're having him work at 14 an hour. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so it was all backwards. And, and he would have never known mm -hmm. that had you not had a conversation. And exactly. then he can demand that equal pay. And it's exactly. It's, it's, uh. <laughs> yes. So when I'm saying like it's not taboo to ask for cash, it shouldn't be because money should not be like a topic that makes everybody nervous. And, and, and we talked about it earlier. You and I were both kind of when we first started dating and when we moved in together it was very hard for us to talk about money you know right. it was just it was uncomfortable for us um but we you know we've since worked through that yeah and i think that that's part of the problem is that it, all of society decides that it's mm -hmm. uncomfortable to talk about money yeah because like either nobody has it and everybody wants it or when you want it and you have it like then you don't want to give it away yeah exactly you know? and you're just looked at differently depending on your wealth and status and it shouldn't be that way so basically what we're saying is ask for cash <laughs> however <laughs> be polite and do not demand right your guests are under no obligation to pay you a dowry <laughs> like <it's Yeah>. gross. <laughs> if you call it donations versus like gifts i think it's yeah. a little right better or know. preferred or welcomed you know appreciated all of those things that mm. signify that you are going to really appreciate and use this gift however it is not a requirement to get in mm -hmm. i mentioned before on the pod and i will say it again there was this like viral wedding invitation going around mm. like a couple months yep. ago and it was like, hey, um, <laughs> you are on like tier C. And uh, so only if like COVID restrictions get better, will you be invited? However, if you make like this much of a payment, you can be bumped up to tier B. And if you make even Terrible. bigger payment, you could be bumped up to tier A and you could go to the wedding. Like it Terrible. was literally like, hey, this is like it, it, however much you pay is like how you will get in. And there was like other people who I've seen that like based on how much people pay and they insist that they pay beforehand. That's like how much food they're going to get or like the table they're going to get and stuff. So crazy. So weird. Awful. Don't do that. Yeah. Mm -mm. Another thing. Don't put it directly on your invites. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, this is a suggestion, you know, it's, it's not a demand. And so putting it on your invites and basically putting it everywhere that they can see them. It's kind of, it's tacky. It's tacky. Um, you can make a note on your wedding website, which uh, already only a select number of your guests will flow to the website. Right. You can guarantee that not everybody's going to be on there. Yeah. But, you know, maybe include a little card, you know, that mentions 
just mentions it. It's not right. about that. So but, you know. most invites now, it's not just one piece of paper. There's usually like an envelope with like multiple things and um, it's like a directions to get there, accommodations, details, um, an RSVP card. And so another thing that you can add is just a little thing about a registry. This is done a lot. It's literally just a little tiny piece of paper that says like, hey, we're registered at these and these places. You can add a QR code onto that little piece of paper and they can just scan it. Mm -hmm. um, or you can add a link and they can like just log on. Um, yeah. Or you can just put it on your wedding website and it's just like it's so easy to give the information now without putting it directly on your invites. It's just technology is amazing. Yeah, and you don't want your gifts to be the focus of your day. And your, like, yeah. big invite should just be like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is when and where. Like, just it's it just is a little tacky. Also, be clear about how you want to use the money. If you show that w what the money is going towards, mm -hmm. people are more likely to, you know, be happy about giving Absolutely. it. You know? So, like, if you're like, hey, we're, like, you know, trying to make a down payment on a house or we're remodeling or we're going on a honeymoon, we're making a big purchase, like, give them a few details about it and then they are much more willing to give it to you because you're not just like, gimme, gimme cash, right? Mm -hmm. It That's how we're forming it is like, hey, we're, we want to go on this really nice honeymoon and, like, it's actually pretty crucial for us because when, um, when, like, you know, COVID hit and, like, things were moving around and stuff, we had been um, saving. And then when we found out some news about, like, um, schools closing and stuff, we made the decision to put um, Abby, our daughter, in private kindergarten so that mm -hmm. she could still go to school safely and, like, physically because we felt it was really important for her to continue to physically go to school and we wanted to make sure to do it in a really safe way. Mm -hmm. um, and we were fortunate enough to have that opportunity because it mm -hmm. was the same place she had been going for uh, preschool. Mm -hmm. However, um, we would have to pay for it. Yeah. And um, it was just a tuition and we were fortunate enough to get a grant, but still that only the pays tuition, some of it. <laughs> yeah, the tuition that was calculated was exactly what we had hoped yes. to spend our, that was our honeymoon budget yeah and so when we sat down and um we really decided okay like we're gonna use this money and we're gonna pay abby's tuition instead of um going on a honeymoon and so we took all of that money out of savings and we made a new like category in our bank that says abby school and that is the only thing that we touch that money for is to pay her tuition every month mm -hmm. and um I had just been like set on being like, okay, we're just not going to take a honeymoon right after. It's fine. You know, we'll do it another time. Um, however, like Max has been determined to save up mm -hmm. again. <laughs> um, and uh, so we're, and we're doing pretty good. We're doing okay. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> regardless of our financial problems, um, we are really encouraging a honeymoon fund, especially because we don't really have the means for taking one ourselves. Yeah. Um, and so being able to stress that, not being like, oh, we had to pay for Abby's tuition, but just being like, hey, we really want to go on a honeymoon. Um, this is really important to us. Please like consider like contributing. Yeah. Um, it just makes people feel like their money is, again, going somewhere and it makes them feel good. Now, while we're talking about asking for cash, I will say, and this is, again, my opinion, but this is based on experience from me and my family, and I'm really going to stress this is something you should consider. Make sure you are registered to at least one place for physical gifts. Why? Because old people and some people who don't like giving cash or still want to give you physical gifts, um, and they, they want to give you something tangible, right? They want to see their money go directly from their bank to an object that goes mm -hmm. to you. They don't feel comfortable giving you just a sum of money. 
And if you don't specify exactly what you may want or need, they're still going to get you something physical, but it's going to be some weird shit. Like this was advice from my mom when we were talking about wedding registries. I was like, well, we just kind of want to ask for money for the honeymoon. And she goes, you need to still register to at least one place because some people will just get you gifts. And if you don't specify, they're going to get you something weird. So thank you, mom. (laughs) Exactly. And, And we have a very, you know, clear example of this. I'm not going to say any names, but we had a registry for when we were moving in and we had it clear of what we needed Mm -hmm. and what we already had. And some people just decided not to look at the registry at all and got us duplicates of stuff we already had. And that's unfortunate because then it's just like, oh, man, like it's kind of a hassle on the couple because then they have to go and return the stuff. Um, or they have to decide like, okay, what am I going to do with this duplicate? Yeah. Like, you know, and it's unfortunate for you because like the person giving the gift, because it's like, oh, I, I, I you know, could have looked at something else. I could have got you yeah. something else. And there's usually a little bit of like uh, regret and guilt there. And, and, and it's hard because you want to appreciate the gift, but it's also then taxing to figure out, okay, well now what are we going to do? Right, exactly. And so what we're saying is don't be ungrateful in any way. It happens. Mm-hmm. However, um, having that physical registry for like maybe your grandparents and your great aunts and stuff that want to get you that physical gift still are able to get you something that you really, really want. Like it was something that my mom was flat out like, you still should register for at least one place and you should still have at least 20 to 25 gifts on there because people are still going to want to get you stuff. Like yes. they're not. And, and some people are not going to be able to make it to your wedding, but they still want to send a gift. And especially those people don't feel super com- comfy, like sending cash through the mail, yeah. you know, or like Venmoing you. So they want to send you a <laughs> physical gift. Yeah. Also like, Cash gifts should not be demanded or preferred during engagement parties or bridal showers. Right. So again, this is a personal choice and I know lots of people just need money, especially during the wedding planning process. However, um, let your guests have something tangible to reference so that they can get you like a cute little robe or a glass of wine. Like this is basically the same as if like somebody asked you what you wanted for your birthday and you just said cash. Like it's one of those celebrations where, this is not your wedding. We're really just celebrating your day. And if you don't have a registry and like you don't have a couple objects, then I'm either going to get you something cheesy and something you'll probably not use, or I'm not going to get you anything because I'm not just going to give you $50 for your engagement party. Like now some people do that and that's awesome. Like we got a couple cards with cash in it for our engagement party and that was great like i was like hell yeah However, but we didn't ask for that no you know, that no, was no, no, not no. expected right and and like what was nice is that we had registered prior to our engagement party which meant that a couple of my family members who actually weren't even able to make it um still sent things from our registry yeah and that was actually cool is my um my dad's sister and her daughters, they both, they, they all sent us something from our registry. And that was really cool. We, that was like the first things we got from our registry. We felt all special. And then we were, <laughs> yeah, we were able to like send them pictures of it and be like, Hey, thanks. You well, know? we got it in the mail and both of us <laughs> were like, I didn't order anything. Did you order yeah. something? No, no, no. We looked at it. We're like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's a gift. That's yeah. so, and that, so it was even bigger, you know, a bigger surprise. We we're, you know, oh, we're yeah. giddy about it. And they were bummed because <laughs> they couldn't make it out to the engagement party, but they were still able to send a gift. And that was really nice. And like um, uh, one of your aunts sent over a gift and it was not something on our registry. Um, however, it was really sweet. It was like luggage mm-hmm. tags. They were like personalized. Um, I will say 
because she didn't have all the details, um, it does say Mr. and Mrs. Duncan on it. Mm-hmm. And I am not taking your last name, mm-hmm. um, but still something so sweet and touching. And the thought is definitely there and I'll probably still use it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just I'm not Mrs. Duncan. There is a Mrs. Duncan. It's not me. And so like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not changing my last name. And so I put that on the website as well, too, just to be like, hey, by the way, you know. Mm -hmm. And so when you get that personal stuff um, that's not on the registry, you can kind of get that little awkward mix up maybe. Um, Like if you're going to get that shirt that says bride, but you get the wrong size, you Mm -hmm. know. Or you're going to get that hat that says future missus, but like they're not changing their names. So, you know, whoa, I'm not like, you know, it just it can get awkward. So having a registry prior to your wedding for like your bridal shower and your engagement party and stuff is really, really helpful. Um, you can also register for stuff you need for your wedding. Um, think like little decor, like vases maybe. No, you're not going to ask for 20 vases. Mm-hmm. However, you could put that vase on your registry and you could get a couple, right? Mm-hmm. Um, cake cutting supplies. Like there's really nice like um like you know, like what is it called? I'm, oh, wow. Just like a knife, I guess. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, there's like really specific like um, serving where for like wedding cakes when you like serve each other that like and you like cut the cake and you're like oh, yeah yay. but it's like a it's like a spatula and then a knife and it's like a set and it's really nice <laughs> yeah is that just what it's called like a spatula and a knife set <laughs> i'm i'm assuming it's just a cake knife oh my god yeah cake knife yeah Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> i told you it's late i just got my covid vaccine um so get it it'll make you smarter (laughs) um (laughs) but another cute one is like a polaroid camera if you're gonna do like a polaroid photo booth that's a really good thing to (laughs) register for um you can even put little notes on your registry being like hoping to get this for the wedding you know like yeah all that stuff um you guys obviously can't see this but when she was trying to find the word cake knife she was looking at me (laughs) wide-eyed asking me to save her uh, it was up. brilliant. You don't have to expose me like that on the <laughs> pod, okay? <laughs> so there are uh, tons of tips when uh, couples are registering. Um, like we said, register as early as you can so guests have ample time to plan and buy. Um, and then we said ha- this will help when having a bridal shower or an engagement party. Um, it, it just seriously makes things so much easier for your guests. Also, register for things that you want that you wouldn't normally get. Right. Right? Like, we basically, a lot of the stuff that we would normally register for, we already have or we need it, like, soon. And so we will just buy it ourselves. So the registry is really for things that we want or things that, It'd be nice to have, but we don't need exactly right now. Right. And so like uh, register for things that you can use as an upgrade, but like isn't falling apart. So like anything you desperately need immediately, you need to go get yourself. Don't think like, oh, well, we'll get this a year from now uh, when somebody buys it for us. Like we can wait till then. Like, no, you can't. Like if your (laughs) vacuum cleaner breaks and it's no longer working, then you need to go get a new one. However, you can maybe go get a cheaper one and then you can register for a really nice one. And also, can you imagine having a broken vacuum for a year and then not getting one anyway because that's just not something somebody chose to buy from your registry? I'm going to be hyperbolic, but it feels like I don't vacuum but once a year. However, (laughs) (laughs) yes, I can imagine because mm, we have a child and she spills things. (laughs) (laughs) so um consider a variety of price ranges like less than 20 less than 50 less than 100 over 100 just remember not everyone is in a position to gift you a ton of stuff 
And it's also costly for guests to be at your wedding, whether it's transportation, attire, getting days off work or child care. Mm-hmm. They're not going to have a whole bunch of money to throw at you. So be considerate and do not expect a gift from every person. Right. Absolutely. And even if you think people won't buy you like that $500 super cool blender that you like really want, still add it to your registry. Add other things as well that Mm -hmm. are in those like various price ranges however um, what's really cool is that most places will give you up to a 30 percent discount of what doesn't get purchased on your registry after your wedding date so like if you like let's say you register at amazon and you add all these things to your wedding registry and you say hey i'm getting married on september 24 2022 like that's Mm -hmm. our date and then um you it happens and you get like if you have 50 gifts 20 of them get purchased right Mm -hmm. well then amazon will give you a specific code for like up to like i think it's a good couple months out like after your wedding you have like 60 90 120 days depending on like where you're registered Mm -hmm. to buy those gifts for that percentage off damn so like there are some things on our wedding registry i know nobody's gonna buy us because it's too expensive but I get that discount yeah. <laughs> and that's just like really exciting to me. So I would definitely say like, and the registries are really, really good too. Um, all three places that we're registered at, they have like an indicator of how many uh, items you've added that are in each price range. And so you can kind of track it and be like, okay, well I have a lot of things that are uh, upwards of 50, but I don't have that many things that are, that are in between 30 and 50. Let me add a couple more things in that price range just so that like, you know, people have more options. Mm-hmm. Um, update your registry about once a month. We actually just did this and that I did was it one today. Of, yeah. Yeah. It was one of our sticky notes that we got a treat for, oh, yay. but, uh, um, you know, it's, it's important cause it's kind of a, it's a living document. You know, uh-huh. you got to check for things that go out of stock or are discontinued or things that you've already bought. Yeah. I had to remove three things off of our Amazon registry that I already bought because I was like, treat yourself. And then I bought it for <laughs> me. <laughs> well, and we had some on the best pie. Um, yeah. registry that we had to take off too because we got some of our equipment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this is another tip. Just like any time that you receive a gift, whether it's for your bridal shower, your engagement party, or for your wedding, or for anything else really, always give a thank you card or note. Mm-hmm. It only takes a few hours for you, but it's like always thoughtful and appreciated. Keep a list of your guests and like who gave you what gift so you can refer back to it within two months of your wedding day. Yeah. Or I would say a month between. So like if you had your engagement party in October, like we did by the end of November, you need to send out thank you cards for those who gave you gifts. If, yeah. if they didn't give you a gift, you don't have to say thank you. I, I would say, cause like they came, they had a good time, whatever. Yeah. Um, like you don't write a thank you card for somebody to come hang out your, at your house, but if they got you a <laughs> gift, you would say thank you, you know? Um, and so like about, I Unless would say doing that, right. I would say a good third of the guests that we had at our engagement party got us a gift. And so to those third people and the people who couldn't come, but did send us a gift, I sent them a thank you card. Mm-hmm. And, um, it sounds kind of old fashioned. Yeah. You're going to have to buy some stamps, but just account for that when you are budgeting and you get some extras when you're buying for your invitations and your save the dates. I would honestly say that your thank you cards are more important than save the dates. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at budgeting and you're like, I can only really afford one or the other cause it is expensive postage and just stationary and everything. It's time consuming. It, it is expensive. I would say send your invites out maybe two months earlier and then, uh, like buy thank you cards instead of save the dates. Mm -hmm. Just really polite. And I think that especially nowadays, it's so nice to get like a handwritten card. 
It's yeah. like really unexpected and it's just sweet. Yeah. So if you're looking where to register, virtually everywhere has a registry now. Like I said, we have one at Best Buy, you know. Yeah. Um, your wedding website, the Not Wedding Wire, Zola, will have preloaded very popular stores for you to link to your account. So I would search there first. Yeah. So basically when you make your wedding website, um, there's going to be a tab that you can make for your registry. And then that's where you can set up all of your accounts and link them to your wedding website. So it makes it really fast. Mm -hmm. They already have all your information. And then all you have to do is start clicking and adding gifts. Mm -hmm. um, you can also always still go into the physical stores. Now with COVID, there's going to be physical distancing. And when we actually first got engaged and started doing this, it was like, no, you cannot because we were on yeah. hard lockdown. Like nobody could go. It was at the go. beginning of yeah. everything. Yeah. It was like, do not come unless you need something. And it was like one person per household. Mm -hmm. And, um, no, oh, that's right. Yeah. And, um, cause I remember it was like, okay, who's going to go to the store? Me or you? And it was yeah. usually me cause I needed a break. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we couldn't really go physically and like beep, beep, beep. And I remember like <laughs> <laughs> months later when it was like the restrictions were lifted, you and I were at the store and I was like, hey, like, let's use our little app and let's scan. Yeah. And that was pretty fun. That's crazy. I, I actually remember going to Walmart by myself, you know, and getting like $400 worth of groceries because that's what we needed. Yeah. It lasted us like a month and a <laughs> yeah. half. Yeah. That was really, that was, that was weird. That was yeah. like um, almost a year ago. Wow. Yeah. Stressful times. And look where we're at. I just got my second dose of my <laughs> vaccine. Um, so here's some examples of some popular stores. And I am going to name each one of the popular stores because I have opinions. Um, Target. We are registered at Target. Everybody loves Target. Mm. If you don't love Target, sure. Okay. Um, you still <laughs> probably kind of like Target. Um, but yeah. Uh, Amazon. <sighs> I use Amazon, even though I don't want to use Amazon. I want to be like, small businesses, yeah! But like when it comes to wedding registries, it's just so easy. And Amazon has literally everything. <laughs> and it's like, I don't want to give Jeff Baldhead any more money. <laughs> but like, man, he makes a good company. And also like uh, three of like our very close immediate family work there. So yeah. Just uh, think that you're them. paying their salary. Yeah, I'm just, you know, <laughs> paying your brother's salary and, and your brother's girlfriend. That's, that's <laughs> fine. Um, another big place is Bed Bath & Beyond. That's, like, really good for all, like, homeware and kitchenware and all that good stuff. When I was younger, I thought that when you go and get a wedding registry, that that was, like, the only store that had them. Like, when I thought wedding registry, I thought, oh, yeah, you go to Bed Bath & Beyond and, like, get something oh, like i didn't that? realize oh. that it was <laughs> as like i don't know i wouldn't say popular did you think like bed bath and beyond was the only place that yes what register oh yeah i don't know why <laughs> as a kid i was just like that makes sense you can, so you're gonna go to that that store over there huh so like what? you thought that was like the wedding registry store yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> that's funny i mean it kind of is at this point yeah yeah <laughs> Um, another one is Macy's go to the OG wedding registry and go to Macy's. Um, I wouldn't advise like getting like registering for like clothes or shoes, but yeah. like you could like, I mean, they still have the whole departments for like mm -hmm. home goods and, um, you know, all that traditional stuff. Um, Williams, Sonoma, Crate and Barrel and Pottery Barn all, are all in that kind of like bougie, nice homeware and mm -hmm. like decor and like just, oh God, those places are so nice. And I walk in and I, it's like, it's the air is expensive. <laughs> it is so nice. Whenever I think William Sonoma, I think my aunt Donna, she is 
so just classy. Mm-hmm. My Aunt Donna is a classy bitch and I love her. And I just think of William Sonoma whenever, <laughs> whenever she's around. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Kohl's is another one. I, I don't know how like wide Kohl's is, is like a store association. It's, mm-hmm. it's just another department store. It's yeah. like a Macy's um, or like a JCPenney. Oh um, yeah. You can go JCPenney, I guess. Um, Ikea. We love Ikea. We love Ikea. We did not do a wedding registry mm-hmm. at Ikea, even though I would love to. But that's because we want to go buy it. Like, right. We but like taking trips there. However, um, if we do end up moving before the wedding, I will definitely be registering on mm-hmm. Ikea. That's, and that's why we said living document. You can add uh, registries. You can take stuff away. So like if we decide we have all the equipment that we want, we want to take away our Best Buy one, we can add Ikea instead. I don't think she can overstate her love for Ikea, especially because right behind her on the wall hangs her Ikea bucket hat. He did not want me to buy this Ikea bucket hat. And I cannot stress to you enough how supportive Maxwell is as a partner. He is so extremely supportive. He will look at me doing some wild stuff and he'll be like, that's who I love. However, when I gasped at this Ikea bucket hat, and I need you to know that this Ikea bucket hat is bright blue with... It's a tarp. It is made from the same material that their bags are made from. So, yes, it is (laughs) tarp-like. It is a bucket hat, so just it screams douche. But it is great, and it made me laugh so hard, and it was a dollar. It was one dollar, and so I bought it. And then he goes, where are you going to wear this? And I said, everywhere. And then I looked at him in the face, and I said, I'm going to wear this as I walk down the aisle. And he almost insisted that I didn't get it. Yeah. (laughs) But no, there it is, hanging up there. I love it. She wears it periodically. I do. Whenever we take trips to Ikea. (laughs) (laughs) I want them to feel supported. So, yeah, you could definitely register for Ikea and you could get so many of those hats. Um, (laughs) um, Another place is Anthropology. Um, Again, a little more of a high-end store. Um, Same with like West Elm. They're both kind of like stores that have lots of clothing, but also like home decor and some furniture, some like real nice pieces, but they're more statement pieces. They're not as like functional. Um, and so we just, just kind of like what you want, what your aesthetic is. Um, Wayfair is another one. Wayfair is like an online furniture store. Um, that is like, it's got some expensive stuff. However, there's like, you know, moderate reviews. So, um, (laughs) if you shop there periodically and you're like, oh, I see a lot of stuff I want from there, then yeah, absolutely register for there. Also for like furniture stores and stuff, everything there's going to be expensive. So might not expect for guests to be buying a whole lot of that stuff right or you can encourage like maybe for uh if you were to uh, like register for wayfair or something you can encourage group gifting and we'll talk Mm, about group gifting in a second um another place to register is at walmart apparently this is in bad taste but i don't think so i don't think there's any shame in in registering for walmart like I understand that like people are like Walmart is like the poor man's target, whatever. Uh, okay. Like, yeah, <laughs> sure. But it's, it's still <laughs> a store like, and it has a lot of good stuff. Like I learned this in statistics class, but Walmart is the company that earns the most amount of money every single year. And yet it like pays its workers like the least, which is not great. <laughs> but it's, it's the most successful business on the planet. And everybody's mm-hmm. like, Walmart. Oh, yeah. And um, I, I, I know it gets its bad name for whatever. But like I was like on my, you know, Facebook wedding groups like I am. And somebody posted it and they were like, hey, 
um, I registered for Walmart and like I was given some like flack from a guest saying that, you know, that's in poor taste. And people were like, huh? And then some people were actually commenting be like, yeah, just register at Target. And it's like, what if you don't go to Target? Like, yeah. what if you don't have access to a Target? What if you are your only big store is Walmart? Like, don't be rude. Don't be judgmental. Ew. What if, if you're in Illinois and the Walmart <laughs> mega store that's like a town yeah. in size is there? Exactly. And and so, yeah, don't don't be thinking like, oh, I can't register here because it's going to say something about me. No, it's not. The only thing it's going to say is, hey, please get me a gift. Like, yeah. that's it. Um, Etsy, you can also register on Etsy. And I will sing Etsy's praises until the day I die. It's just a, there's a glimmer in her eyes right now. Oh, it's beautiful. It's like I'm looking at my <laughs> IKEA bucket hat all over again. <laughs> um, Etsy is a website that uh, is basically a platform for a bunch of small business owners and like makers, creators, crafters, um, and they like basically sell anything you can think of, um, and uh, you can register for things on there and from different small business small yeah. businesses all within the same site it's great um best buy we are registered at best buy now yes. it's a little different than like a traditional registry so we kind of had to figure it out basically um and some of these websites like that don't have set up wedding registries you can still do this um you can create a saved list mm -hmm. so like very much like a wish list except you make an account on the website and then you're like hey th these are my saved items and then you just share the link with your guests mm. on your wedding website or on a QR code on a piece of paper or in the invites or whatever. Um, it's the same kind of thing, except you're not going to get like that discount on like whatever isn't purchased right. from the registries and you're not going to be able to see what is purchased and what isn't like you would on a regular registry. Yeah. That's what I was about to ask you. If I send my best buy save list to my brother and a separate one to my dad, and my brother buys something, is my dad going to see that that thing disappears? No. So, yeah, um, so. The, yeah that just means that your guests are just going to have to coordinate. And so I would say, like, in that case, you would send it and just be like, communicate amongst yourselves, figure out, you know, what you want to get. Um, because if Ben is like, hey, I'm going to get Max this, like, microphone, and then your dad would be like, okay, cool, then I'm going to get him this, like, you know, like, pull for it or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's just, like, the downer yeah. to, like, doing sage lists versus registries is that – you're not going to get that discount and you're not going to have like that specific um, like, oh, sorry, this has already been purchased. Like it's right. only out of one. You can always add multiple of the things on your registry. So like if you have one really fancy towel, but you add five of them, then like one person could get you the towel, but then there's still four more on your registry. Right. And it just depends on like the object and what it is, you know. There's another place that you can actually make a wedding registry for. Domino's Pizza what <laughs> yes um they what? yeah they have a whole ass wedding registry where you can register and people will, like buy you pizzas and <laughs> you can like cash them in isn't that awesome that's interesting if i liked Domino's more i i might do it but you're very excited about the prospect i'm just love that it's a thing you know <laughs> <laughs> like dunkin donuts right now like had a contest and they were gonna have like a drive-through wedding for a couple and this couple won and oh, they wow. had like a Dunkin' Donuts drive-through wedding. It was really cute. And That's... they had like a big giant donut cake, and it was cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we love pretty cool. company crossover with weddings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving away from receiving the gifts, uh, here are a couple tips for guests giving gifts. Mm -hmm. uh, you can never go wrong with cash, like we said, but 
it's not rude. So <laughs> kind of get over yourself. There. Get over yourself. But there is a right way and a wrong way that couples can go about it. Don't give cash if they are super rude about it. Don't give anything. Hell, don't go and make new friends. <laughs> like, seriously. And and it, the same goes for if you only see that they're asking for cash, then you are not obligated to get them exactly. anything for the engagement party or for the bridal shower or really for the wedding. Um, and it, especially if they don't say like, hey, you know, gifts are, uh, you know, welcomed or they are uh, encouraged or whatever. But if you like if they have demanding wording, mm-hmm. don't do it. Yeah. Go. It's like the ugh, gross. Why are you going to their wedding? <laughs> then tell that couple to come listen to our podcast so we can yell at them. because That's rude. <laughs> also for guests, please look at their wedding websites before asking where the couple is registered. And please look at their registries before asking what they want. It's awkward and it's going to be frustrating. This couple already has so many things that they're doing and they have given you all the information. Please look for it before you ask. We will say this a hundred times. It just inevitably happens where you will give everybody all of the information up front always. And and I would say a good 70% of them don't read Mm -hmm. it and then ask you the questions that the answers are right in front of their face. Yeah. Do not be one of those people. Please, please, please don't yeah. do that to us. Yeah. Re- read the information that they give you. Look at it. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't find any information after really giving it like a good college <laughs> try, then ask them. <laughs> but I guarantee you that they have one yes. and they've given you the information for it. And you probably just forgot where you put it. If you have questions, reread it. Yeah. Just Get up and look like I can't even I can't I can't it's so easy like you have so little to do and they have so much to do like so I want to take this one because yeah this is very important to me Uh, please buy what is on their registry if you're going and and looking on their registry and you see something right (laughs) buy that thing yeah don't get a knockoff that you saw that you think is the same thing or something like it. If they picked it, that's what you give them or just get them cash if that's not what you're willing to do. Right. So like if you see on their registry that they have a vacuum, that's really nice, but it's like $500, right? So then you go to a store and you see one that's $50 and you get that for them. Um, while you did get them a vacuum, maybe they got like registered for that vacuum because they have the $50 vacuum and they need the right. really nice vacuum. Like in terms of us, we really need a vacuum. Or something like specific, like specific features or whatever. Or like for your equipment, because we register yes. for Best yes. Buy Ugh. specifically for equipment. And if you were to receive like something like it, but wasn't the exact model or whatever, it actually, you wouldn't be able to use it because it wouldn't go with the rest of your equipment. Right. Th- this is very important to me, which is why I wanted to talk about it. <laughs> because so many times have have i you know had something that i i would have liked right and i've i communicated that when asked of me Mm -hmm. and a knockoff brand was bought that has none of the same features that i was looking for and basically this this person obviously they didn't want to spend the amount of money that it was and i understand it i understand that if if you don't want to pay 80 bucks for this thing, don't pay 80 bucks. But 
don't also try to get me something like it that's 20 bucks that I won't be able to use because then you've wasted 20 bucks. Right. So in that case for guests that are like, well, they want this $500 vacuum, but I can't give them a $500 vacuum. You have a couple of options. Mm -hmm. You can do a group gift with a couple other people that are invited to the wedding. Please make sure if you do a group gift, you know (laughs) that they're also invited to the wedding. That would be so, so awkward if you're like, hey, you want to come in on this group gift with me? And then you accidentally invite somebody that was not invited. Um, Yeah. Just do it with like family that you know is going to be there. Like, come on, use your common sense. Or you can get them a gift card to go towards that. Like if somebody sees something really nice on Max's like Best Buy registry, but they can't afford to get the like $500 microphone get a $50 gift card like my parents did that for you for Christmas they were like hey we don't know exactly what you need but we know that you need stuff from Best Buy here's a Best Buy gift card and you were like heck yes and then we just use it to get some equipment for your camera yeah we got a bunch of stuff that you know I I realized that I needed yeah and that was huge yeah and it like really made that big purchase feel a lot less because you were able to use what that had been gifted to you thanks mom thanks mom again (laughs) Love you, mom. Um, <laughs> another thing for uh, people that are giving gifts, do not judge couples for where they are registered or what they are registered for. Everyone is different. Just because you ask for charity donations doesn't mean that I can't ask for an ice cream machine. Truly, honestly, like there shouldn't be any judgment. No, that's that on that. And I, I'm going to extend that to most things in the wedding. When you are attending someone's wedding, it needs to be free of judgment. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you wouldn't do things like that way, like we are going to attend two very, very close uh, friends and family uh, weddings before we have our own. Mm-hmm. Um, one is a, a good, a good, good close friend. And another one is a family member who I'm actually a part of the wedding party. Mm-hmm. And both of them are doing completely different things than we are doing. And we're going to enjoy them and love them and celebrate them regardless of yeah. like anything that they decide that we would have done differently because that's them and their yeah, couple aesthetic. Yeah. And we're going to be like, wow, this is beautiful. This is so them. This is so cute. And mm-hmm. not be like, we wouldn't do that. That's so not us because guess what? We are not the ones getting married on that day. You know, isn't that how the two main characters in bride wars were just yes. really judgy and stuff. Yes. Hmm. And you it's know, a wonder what? you love that movie. Shut up. I love that movie (laughs) (laughs) because it is a good movie and it shows both what to, but also really what not to do when you're (laughs) on wedding planning. It's really a a teachable moment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, group gifts are great, but make sure that you follow through. Mm-hmm. So like if just like um, a group project, right? So like, <laughs> let's say that you and I are going in on a gift for um, our friend and uh, who is getting married and we say, hey, you know, Shannon and Jalen and Trevor, um, you want to go in on this big group gift uh, for, you know, our friend who's getting married. Um, Emily, I'm just going to say her name because I said all the other friends' names. Um, <laughs> woo, go, Emily. Um, <laughs> and we're like, hey, like, they want this, like, really nice record player or whatever. I don't know. I, I feel like they would want a record player, and we should totally get one for them. I'll, I'll check her registry. But She um, listens to this, so it's not going to be a surprise for her anymore. Oh, damn. Okay, never mind. <laughs> anyway, something. Um, this was not discussed. This was literally just, a, like, <laughs> something I thought of on the top of my head. Um, 
but like let's say like it was a really nice one that was like 350 dollars or whatever but if mm-hmm. we divided it up, up amongst the five of us like there would be way less and we could get her something really really nice that like her and her husband so exciting to say husband um will use mm-hmm. and like really love and then it's like okay cool like but if only three of us pitch in that money and we're waiting on the other two it's like okay i can't buy this gift till i have all this money and like just make sure that you follow through and you have communication for group gifts. Otherwise Mm. you're all going to end up being empty handed or you're going to be scrambling last minute for gifts. And I will say that the hot ticket items go first, man. Like Mm -hmm. you're going to look at the registry and you're going to be like, man, like all the like reasonably priced things that are also really cool are all already taken. I have to go either get them this like $5 napkin or like this $500 (laughs) something, you know? Um, So make sure that if you're doing a group gift or you're planning on getting a gift or whatever, it's it's I would say a good two months before. Also, sending gifts in the mail is a great alternative to bringing a giant box on their big day. Oh yeah. Um, just and with any big ticket item, it's always easier to just have it oh, sent. So much easier because the, the I mean the couple they have so much to handle and having gifts sent will do wonders so that they don't have to because I've seen so many times people have like had to pack their cars full of the gifts and there's just yeah no room and they already have to pack all this decor Mm -hmm. and all this other stuff that they brought and they just like usually couples don't account for that space either so if you're a couple (laughs) account for the space that you're gonna get like filling just like gifts Mm -hmm. and And also you should like have somebody like somebody you trust arrange the transportation of the gifts yeah it should not be you guys also if it's especially if it's one of those big ticket items send it before the wedding day Mm -hmm. you know just just for ease of of literally everyone involved yeah like like i said it's it's a good piece of um understanding that kind of if you're gonna buy a wedding gift it should be between one and two months out um so that way you can account for shipping travel time uh them receiving it and then you being able to actually like get it box it up do whatever you need to do with it and then give it to them like it's just kind of lame and kind of tacky and kind of awkward for everybody if you're like oh was gonna get you this but it's in the mail or oh it's coming or whatever it's just like uh, just plan just just (laughs) just plan for it girl plan ahead so we want to take a little bit of time and look at um our wedding registry so we have an entire kind of wedding website that um, we'll go over in another episode because definitely deserves its own episode um but we have a, a tab in our website that's all about registry And the um, wording that it has on it uh, says this. It says, while gifts are not a requirement, they are appreciated. What we would love most of all is a donation to our honeymoon fund in the form of cash, check, or electronic payments. Um, And then I even put, like, Venmo, PayPal, Zelle, just because, like, I want people to know, like, that's what we can accept, you know. And, I, I like I said, I don't think it's tacky. I think people need to have the information. It also says we plan to go to NYC for a week full of snow and Broadway shows. If you prefer to give physical gifts, we are registered at the following stores. Then it says Target, Amazon, and Best Buy, and there are links to each one. Yeah. Um, we also have a note that says, uh, a note, <laughs> some of our registered items are electronic equipment, sound recording systems, and Best Buy <laughs> gift cards. 
As Max is building his business as a production and post-production sound engineer on film sets, we decided to begin investing in his own specialization equipment to further his career. This is a huge feat financially, so we thought, hey, why not register for it? So if you were wondering why that's there, that's why. If you prefer to give physical gifts over cash, these items would be much appreciated. Absolutely no pressure to purchase any gifts. Your presence on our day is truly enough. So cheesy, but it really is true. Mm-hmm. So we put all that with the links. So sweet. I know, but I want people to know that it's like, hey, this is really <laughs> appreciated. This is exactly where it's going to go. And most people won't look at it, but those who will will be like, oh, okay. Or yeah. they'll be like, okay, bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah, the people that do look at it are going to be the ones that appreciate. You know. Oh, yeah. So um, our Target registry, it's really cute. You click on it, and it says Aaron and Maxwell's registry. And I put a picture of us. It says 581 days to go. It says the date. It says where. I was even able to put a little quote. And so our quote says, as Abby often says on our car rides home, look, Target. Uh, And that's what it says. (laughs) Um, Every time we pass by a Target. Right. We have um, different categories. There is under $25, $25 to $50, $50 to $100, and then uh, $100 plus. So when um, people are looking at it, they can click really easily on those categories and they can kind of shop within their price range. Yeah. Um, So we have... On here, we've got like Target Visa cards and Target MasterCards. We've got two uh, Visa and two MasterCards added on there, like right up top. Um, we have a cast iron skillet. We have a record player. <laughs> yeah. um, we have like some shelving. I put some like outdoor furniture, like backyard furniture out there because I'm hoping that I'm manifesting it out into the universe that we're going to move before the wedding. So I put like a fire pit, some mirrors, some like, like a clock, some nice like wall decor. Do we not put my sausage grinder on there? Yes, it's on the Amazon one. Oh, okay, good. Um, <laughs> um, there's like really nice <laughs> sheets and throw pillows. Um, there's a set of luggage. There's a really nice knife set. Um, there's a humidifier. There's like a really, really nice humidifier that like I just wouldn't buy myself, but like is like something that I want. Um, and like, yeah, some other, I put like a little pizza stone. Um, and then you go over to, so we have only about 35, uh, gifts on our target one. I didn't want to put too many and overwhelm people. And I wanted to just have a few in each price range because, um, I do want people to really know that we are hoping for mostly donations for the honeymoon fund, but for those who do prefer, uh, getting physical gifts they do have some options Ooh, some of these are on sale yeah i know it's really tempting like to buy them <laughs> <laughs> um and then we move over to the amazon registry again we um have the same kind of thing it says our names uh, we were able to put like pictures a cover photo um it says again our like days to go it says how many gifts are available and how many gifts have been purchased already um, and then I, I can choose to, uh, with all of these registries, we can choose to make them public. We can choose to make them for just the people who have the link. Um, or you can be private and you can keep it private until you are ready to give them to your guests. Um, so for our Amazon one, we have uh, just over 50 get, uh, gifts because like I just added some really dorky ones. And Amazon is really cool because you can mark things as must-haves and they'll bring them to the top of the list. Um, and again, they have like the price categories between like fifth zero to 50, 50 to 100, 100 to 150, and then plus 150 plus. Um, and so again, your guests can click on them and they can be like, okay, I, I can spend like upwards of this or whatever. 
So our must-haves are uh, Best Buy gift cards, <laughs> an air fryer. Mm-hmm. I want an air fryer so bad. And this air fryer is only $50. <laughs> and I'm like, I want it so bad. And I just... Uh, also, and this is like... If I don't get this for a wedding, I'm going to truly be sad. <laughs> All I want in life is an ice cream maker. <laughs> like a legit ice cream maker. Like I just, there's this really nice cuisine art ice cream maker. It's two quarts. It's silver. It's $100. And it is so, 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 so nice. I want to be able to make my own ice cream. I just, I need that luxury in my life. So, yeah, we also have another like really nice luggage set that's a must have. Um, and then we have a little popcorn machine, um, which I think we can take off now because we um, we bought a popcorn yeah, machine. Yeah, we bought a, our nice, cool right vintage popcorn machine. Okay. I keep looking at my Zoom F8 audio recording mixer and it's just so beautiful i know I that's on it. there too huh i want it so bad i added like <laughs> some cute stuff uh like for the bath like there's this like luxury like towel warmer that's like really cool that i see on tiktok all the time there's like a bath tray and bath pillow and like a really nice bath mat so i was like oh if somebody wants to make me a little spa package here you go <laughs> this is what i want but like cutting boards on there. I put an air mattress and a hammock and like a little griddle even like some stuff that I don't expect people to buy us, but that we could buy with that like 30% discount. Cause that's pretty significant on like a three fifty you know, griddle. Um, again, our most expensive item is this $600 Dyson vacuum. It is so nice. I want it so bad. And I, I hate that. I want it cause it makes me feel so old. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this is kind of why I wanted to look at Amazon cause they have, experiences on amazon like i just found this full day catalina island snorkeling experience for two um that you can buy and so if you click on it um it's like a voucher and a gift card and a gift set and like it has all of these different experiences there's also um we have like a romantic dinner cruise for two in new york yeah Um, and so i added that yeah and it's like they buy like the admission on the boat they buy our dinner they buy like the whole night of expenses for it and it's just really really cool and that's like a whole night for our honeymoon that has been paid for by like guests you Mm -hmm. know it's really really cool we even have like a projector on here um yeah all of your sound equipment is on there god that's expensive yeah no i know (laughs) talking about like sound equipment and stuff that's why we put you know a best buy on here for all the extra stuff that we need oh yeah you know we have um, we have a green screen that we have that we own already, mm-hmm. but there's like a backdrop kit um, on the on the Best Buy one. There's another recorder for podcasts and stuff. There's yeah. There's a really nice Steadicam. Oh, I'm just I'm it's sorry. Beautiful. I'm getting excited. <laughs> but you know yeah. And this is like like we said, you, you stuff you wouldn't normally find on a wedding registry thing, but it's because we already have kind of established our own like home appliances, kitchen cleaning oh, and stuff. Yeah. And so this is now just stuff that we want. But for for this, like this is stuff that 
is going to further our career. Right. Absolutely. You know? And so this is this is in the must have kind of right. And we section. made sure to put a note so that guests know exactly why and they like feel more comfortable. So, yeah, we chose things we wanted, but weren't necessarily have to have just something fun to receive as a gift. Mm. Now, I will say like a weird side note, and I'm sure most people haven't experienced this, but this was something that I was asked like a couple I'll say a couple months ago Mm -hmm. and I don't know I don't know if you remember me bringing it up or maybe I never talked to you about it I'm not sure but basically I was asked if I was registering for things for Abby too right and like for the whole family like it was basically something like hey I noticed there wasn't anything for Abby on the registry and I was like no like no there isn't (laughs) um that was a little weird just because like it's not a baby shower and it's not like yeah. her birthday. Like I uh, like home appliances and stuff like cookware and stuff. It's like, I'm going to cook food for her. Like, yeah. but I'm not going to register for like her toys or her like, it, like entertainment for like the whole family. Like if we're going to go on a honeymoon, like we're going on a honeymoon. And that's yeah, like a exactly. whole other thing. Like people have asked me if we're going to take her on the honeymoon. And I was like, no, uh, no. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there was just like a weird comment. So like c- kind of brush off the weird comments, I guess. <laughs> um, and, and for, for those, who don't understand why it's weird because obviously there mm-hmm. are people that exist because there are people that ask those questions. Right. Why it's weird is that one, any, any traditional situation, there would not be kids involved from a prior marriage. You right. know, that's, that's kind of a nuanced thing and it's something that we are dealing with. But also even if kids are present, um, and we've said this numerous times before Mm -hmm. this wedding is about you and me yeah right it's about you and me coming together Mm -hmm. as as a couple as a unit you know as a family right and the celebration is of the two of us and so the gifts would be Mm -hmm. reflecting the needs of the two of us right and yeah it's just one of those things that it's like i'm not going to register for like dance lessons for abby or whatever because there are times and places to do that and it this is not one of them and like we said what we would prefer and absolutely love uh is like cash and Mm -hmm. a donation for our honeymoon fund um and we prefer that and so we have that wording reflected on our website um however it is completely polite and it is not in any way demanding that cash gifts or really any gifts are given because at the end of the day gifts given by your guests are still something that are just kind and maybe, you know, it looked forward to and encouraged, but not ever uh, a required, requirement. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, if you want to go see what our registries look like, or if you like want to buy us something, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but you can head over to our wedding website and take a look at it. It's metsduncanproductions.com. Like that's just our wedding. So Metz, M-E-T-Z, Duncan, D-U-N-C-A-N, Productions productions.com <laughs> um and stay tuned like i said an episode where we're gonna have uh, a whole comprehensive thing about the beautiful wedding website we've made because it's awesome there's so many ways to do it it's great it's a great resource so check it out look at our uh, registries tab take a look at how it's formatted and then you can check out those registries as well so now we're getting to the portion of our episode where we do our did you know now currently uh, we are tied one, one to one. I'm ready. So I don't know if this is exact, okay. right? Because there's a lot to to work with. Okay. Did you know, because we were talking about dowries earlier in the episode, mm-hmm. did you know that there is a dowry calculator? No. 
Yes. So, <laughs> so in India and China um, and surrounding countries, um, dowries are still very much a, a, a hugely, you know, celebrated thing. Okay. And so, um, you there there is a calculator <laughs> online to determine what about like the range in which your dowry should be based on your status. Now it includes the groom's age, the caste which he is, you know, <laughs> involved in, uh the cur- groom's current profession, monthly salary, alma mater, oh, um the profession the groom is working in, what his skin color is, what his height oh. is, the number of times he's been married before. Oh, that's and, a negative on you, baby. And his father's profession. Wow. All of these things are are calculated. Okay, so we are definitely going to have to do that, and we will give you an update on the next episode. I've already calculated <gasps> Shut up. It. You calculated my yes. dowry? Mm-hmm. What is it? Now, like I said, this is not exact. <laughs> Shut up. Is it like $4? No, 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 no. <laughs> so I'm not sure... I'm not sure how this um, metric works. Okay. But you are worth. <gasps> oh God. Thirty-five locks. What? I don't. I don't. Hold on. Hold on. It gets. It gets better. I don't know what a lock is, <laughs> but I've looked at a conversion table. Oh. And apparently. 35 locks is equal to 3,500,000 euros, which equals to about 4 million United States dollars. So, (laughs) did you know that there was a dowry calculator? (laughs) No, I did not. Nor did I know that I was worth $4 million. But now that I know that, how can my self-esteem not go up? (laughs) Well, now you know. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely love that. Okay. So did you know that uh, according to a Finnish tradition, so people in Finland, Mm -hmm. um, they had their brides go door to door collecting gifts from her community that they would drop into a pillowcase. It was like a nice pillowcase. It was usually passed down through generations. Mm -hmm. So it had some like, you know, familial significance. Um, And she would be uh, accompanied by an older married man who would just follow her around holding an umbrella. And um, he like represented a long marriage and protection. And he would protect this bride while she went all around the community and would collect gifts. And so while lots of people like didn't give a whole lot of gifts in Finland in this tradition, the whole community gives gifts and she collects them in a pillowcase. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, see? That is so cool. I think that is cool. It also kind of reminds me of like your story like that you yeah. told and that's like kind of how we got engaged. And it's so gross. <laughs> um, but I just as thought it was really As soon as you said cute. pillowcase, I thought of uh, Halloween. My dad would have us. Uh, oh yeah, who would carry pillow? We oh. wouldn't have those tiny buckets. Oh boy, you are not. Uh, you are not in the minority there. That is like a poor people staple. <laughs> <laughs> the pillowcase. So that's what it made me think of. But no, I didn't know that. That's there so you cool. Go. So if you're enjoying our podcast, make sure you subscribe and give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. You can also click on the link to support this podcast, which is found on our episodes page wherever you are listening. Your contribution, no matter the shape or size, helps us continue to produce these episodes too. And uh, you know. 
plan our wedding. Also, like I said, if you want to check out our registry, metsduncanproductions.com. Uh, every little bit helps. And just a reminder, we will be back every Friday with a new episode talking about all things wedding planning, wedding traditions, and their origins, and putting our personal spin on things as we count down to our big day. Thank you so much for listening to Something Blue, Wedding Planning with a 21st Century Bride and Groom. I'm the bride. And I'm the groom. With 581 days to go, happy planning. Get your vaccine so that we can finally get married. Yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of passion with that one. <laughs>